You're listening to the Happy Boy Lucky Podcast, Episode 2, the one where I share the importance of saying no, as well as simple steps to follow to make saying no easier the next time you're faced with that sticky situation. Now, let's get started. to go to sleep right now? No way. Do you want to watch Frozen 2? No way. You want to watch Finding Nemo? No way. Lilo Stitch? Yes. Yes. Ah. Hi, I'm Maddie and that was my son Jonas doing the thing that I am so low-key jealous that he is able to do, which is saying no and asserting himself. I don't know about you, but saying no is a constant struggle for me. And although I continue to get better at it, there is plenty of times where I slip up and automatically say yes to something that I immediately regret and overcommit myself. But before we get into the importance of saying no, I really want to look deeper into why we say yes to begin with to things that we really don't want to do. For starters, at a very young age, I would say after toddlerhood, we learn to be people pleasers. We learn to kind of step outside of ourselves and start doing things for others, like sharing and perhaps being helpful around the house with chores and other tasks. This is good. This is part of normal development. I want to teach my kid to be a good person and to help others and be a good Samaritan. But I also want to teach him that he is not a human doing, that he is loved and he deserves to be loved just for existing, just for being. He is a human being and not a human doing. That is something that I am trying to unlearn now as an adult and part of the reason why I struggle with saying no, even when it is to my detriment. Somewhere along the way, I learned to value the opinions of others more than my own. I also learned that other people's feelings and time was more important than my own. This has led to a lifetime of saying yes to things that I don't really want to do in order to make other people happy. So why should we say no more often? For starters, other people's priorities will start taking precedence over our own. I don't know how many times, especially during the earlier days of my photography career, where someone would hit me up and was like, hey, you know, let's collaborate on some pictures and I took them up for it because I just have a hard time saying no. But really, it wasn't even anything that aligned with what I was doing or what I wanted to do or with my brand. So it wasn't even images that I could use for my portfolio or that I could really share on social media. It really did nothing for me and helped me in no way except take up some valuable time with shooting and editing. And believe it or not, there were a couple instances where I didn't even get a thank you. Another reason is that you're spending your valuable time on people that don't matter in the grand scheme of things. I don't know how many times I've committed to events or meetups, social engagements with people that I don't really even want to sit there and have small talk with. And I am taking time away from the people that matter, my family, my close 
close friends, you know, my son, to go ahead and entertain some of these commitments that really serve no purpose. Another reason is it leaves no time for rest and recovery. I can only imagine how many commitments I've agreed to just because I didn't have anything else scheduled on the calendar for that day. So I felt guilty saying no because I wasn't busy. But rest is an important thing. You know, making time for rest and downtime is important. And just because you don't have a set activity on the calendar doesn't mean that a mental break, a physical break isn't just as important and enough of a reason to say no. Another reason why we should say no more often is because it often leaves us feeling frustrated, stressed, and resentful when we overcommit ourselves, especially to activities that we don't want to do. There's no time left to say yes to the things that really and truly matter to us. I can go on and on about why we should say no, but the last point I really want to make is that people respect us more and respect our time more when we set healthy limits and respect our own time. Going back to uh, the example I gave about working on projects that didn't align with my brand and not even getting a thank you for it. Here I am not valuing my own time, not charging for my services, and people don't respect it because I'm giving it away. It's like that handbag or whatever it is, whatever the, the magical item is that you have saved up for and you've worked so hard for and you finally get it, you're going to go ahead and appreciate that a hundred times more than the thing that you just got for free. And the same thing goes with our time. If we're giving away our time freely, no one's going to respect that. They may not appreciate it. They may waste it. But when you're more selective with your time and who you give it to, when you do say yes to things, people are going to respect your time, appreciate it, and make sure that it's worth your while. So now I have you all pumped up to say no. So how do we go about doing it, especially when we're so used to saying yes and our default answer is yes, how do we break out of that bad habit? The first thing I suggest that you do is check in with yourself. Does it spark joy? So when you get an invitation, what do you feel? Like, what is your gut feeling? Is it something like hell to the no? Is it like, hmm, I'm curious about this? It could mean, hell yeah, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Whatever it is, what is your gut reaction? If it's not something that has you excited right from the jump, then don't say yes, at least not right away, which brings me to my next point. Take some time to answer. I feel like a lot of times when we're extended an invitation or a request, we feel obligated to get back to the person right away and kind of like close that tab in our mind, yes, no, and if you're like me, you automatically default to yes because you're a people pleaser and you don't want to hurt people's feelings and and you wanna get the positive reaction right away, whether consciously or subconsciously. So pausing before you answer right away, maybe taking a couple hours, maybe taking a day or two will really bring some clarity as to whether or not you want to do it or at the very least kind of build up the courage if you need to say no to kind of phrase it in a way that you feel comfortable. Better to say no than to say yes and immediately regret it. And honestly, if you're on the fence about something, chances are the answer should probably be no. 
The only exception to that is if it's something that is outside of your comfort zone. Now, there's plenty of things that are outside of my comfort zone that my first guttural reaction is no. But again, that moment to kind of think about it sometimes gives me the opposite effect. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I think I'm ready to give whatever it is a try. And my last point is change your default response to no as a way to practice. So I have the bad habit of just automatically going for the yes. Let's practice defaulting to no right away. Now, I know that's going to be hella awkward because that is not my go-to. My brain is not wired that way, but this is the only way to kind of break the cycle, to kind of go cold turkey on this whole process and just program our brain to say no. Do you want to hang out Friday night? No. Do you want to do this? No. Do you want to come over? No, 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 no. Until there is something you are truly excited about. A good way to do this as well is to switch out I can't for I don't. So instead of I can't hang out with you tonight, you could say I really don't like to sleep late on weeknights, so that'll be a pass for me. And I know it's a little hard because it doesn't come naturally, and for me it's still a little awkward, but it's something that I'm working on and practicing. Instead of it being I can't and coming across as something personal, that you don't want to do with them or for them. It's more the I don't is like a personal policy or, or a core belief and something that you don't compromise for anyone. As you continue to practice, I I think something that really helps bring the importance of it home is that for every no, you are also saying yes to something, whether that means more time with your children, more time with your spouse, more time with yourself. Maybe it's working on a project that actually is important to you and matters to you. Or maybe it's just rest and a mental break so you can recharge your batteries. That is just a good enough reason as well. Just remember that you saying no is not in vain and the benefits can be great and fulfilling if you let it be. That's it for this episode. I hope you found these tips super helpful. I encourage you to join me each and every episode as I continue to navigate this wonderful journey called motherhood and share all the valuable lessons I've learned along the way to make your own journey just a little bit easier. You can find me on the web at happyboylucky.com where you'll find the show notes as well as other fun stuff. So until next time, bye.